We had a fantastic week that just passed with many services and many great holidays. We had the Feast of Epiphany, or Theophany, as we said, the Theophania. We had the Feast of St. Nikiforos the Leper, which is another great saint of our church. We had the pre-feast of Theophany. Then we had St. John the Forerunner, whose icon you see decorated, it was offered by a young doctor whose wife tragically passed away very young. And his son is named John, and the mother of the child died three days after she gave birth. So he had given a, what we say in Greek, tama, an offering of love in honor of St. John the Baptist, and that's why that icon is decorated along with the icon of Epiphany. Our lives are filled with these things, the good times, as we say, and the not-so-good times. And this is why today's gospel is so powerful, because I hope to attempt to unlock a few ideas for us in order to better understand what God is saying in his scriptures. Today's gospel, we hear about when Jesus hears about his cousin has been arrested, John the Baptist. This is called the Sunday after Epiphany. We talked about the Sunday before Epiphany. Then we talk about the Sunday after Epiphany, the, Christmas, the Sunday before Christmas, the Sunday after Christmas, and so on and so forth. And today... We come to the Sunday after Epiphany. So we're still kind of in the season of Theophany. Epiphany. And it says there that Jesus hears about his friend and cousin who's been arrested. And he goes from where he was down to Capernaum. And it says there a prophecy of Isaiah. And I wish to share that with you. Because it's worth noting, as some of you may not have heard today's gospel... It says there, the prophecy, when Jesus went down, leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulon and Naphtali. And it says, so that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, the land of Zebulon, the land of Naphtali towards the sea, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and those who sat in the region in shadow of death Light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach. This is the first words uttered by our Lord in what we would say his public appearance, his public ministry. Keep in mind, like we said over the past couple of weeks, our Lord appears when he's born. He appears eight days old. He's circumcised. Then we see him at 12 years old in the temple. Then we don't see him again till this moment. And what are the first words out of Jesus' mouth, the very first words out of his mouth in his public preaching? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will recall from last week, St. John the Baptist. What did he say? A voice in the wilderness Kind of like an image of today's world. We live in a wilderness. People live next to each other. I remember this experience from my own experience in Manhattan. People live right next to you in your hallway, and you have no idea who they are. Absolutely. You've probably never even seen them. 
it's like a wilderness of the civilized areas, you know, of the populace. It becomes a wilderness. And then the monks who live all alone in the deserts are so interconnected with one another. It's an oxymoron here that's going on. Voice of one crying in the wilderness saying, what? What was John preaching? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The first words of our Lord, my friends, after he appears in his public preaching, is repent. And this is what I would like to talk to you all a little bit about. What is repentance? First of all, the English word is completely wrong in how we've come to understand what is the Greek word? We talked about this last week. It's metanoite, ingiken gar i vasilia tu theou. Metanoo is the Greek word. Now, metania has no element of what we would connect to repentance. What do we repent for nowadays? I did something wrong. I feel the shame and the guilt, and I ask forgiveness. The Greek does not go to that. The Greek doesn't entangle feelings of remorse and I sinned and I have to be forgiven. Metano simply means I change the way I'm going. I'm changing the way I think. It's a 180 in the head. I was heading south. Now I do a U-turn and I'm heading north. It's a change of mind. It's a change of thinking. And in the Greek, metanoite is a constant exercise. Like we said last week, the Lord didn't say, repent, metanoite, one time, finish, you don't have to do it again. But metanoite means it's a continuous action. What's the story of all our lives? A continuing metanoite. It's a continuous exercise of changing the way we think because like we've said so many times in this church you can change your spouse you can change your zip code you can change the size of your bank account but if you don't change the way you think nothing in your life will change everything will be exactly the same you'll still be as miserable and frustrated with everything and everyone around you so the Lord's message to humanity, his first words out of his mouth, metanoite, change the way you think. In fact, one could say you can sin less and repent more. You can actually be very sinning less, but you metanoo more. You are changing all the more the way you are thinking and acting. If we don't change the way we think, my friends, nothing in our lives will change. So for us Orthodox, repentance, metan metania, has nothing negative associated with it. It's like the most positive thing we could do. And think about all of the elderly, older people in the crowd, not the kids as much. All these self-help people that people go to, you know, changing the way you think, I'll change your life. Christ said it 2,021 years ago, and John the Baptist before him. We didn't need little, what I call, uh, colpa, 
little tricks to change our lives. Little what I call gimmicks. You know, you pay and then they change and transform your life and forgive me, I don't know how good the results are of this change. But Christ says, metanoite, what is the kingdom of heaven? Have you ever thought of it? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. What is the kingdom of heaven that's so close to me? How do we begin each liturgy? Evlogimeni i vasilia tu patros ke tu iu ke tu ayup nevmatos. Here we are connecting scripture to litur liturgy, service, our worship. How do we begin each service? Blessed is the kingdom of heaven now and forever. That three-little word, the word now, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, now. What does that mean? That's the ingikengar. That's the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When we come into worship, my beloved friends, how do we come into the kingdom of heaven? We come to church. The image of all of us here is an image, mystical, sacred image of what the kingdom will be like. This is our Wi-Fi connection, like I've said many times. This is where we plug in. And that kingdom, that reality of God, becomes a reality now for us. The other thing that you will see done in by many people is they say, kanemetania. You ever see that? That is when people go to an icon and they bow down. Have you seen this? You know, they do a prostration. That's called in Greek metania. What is a metania? Even that in itself is an image of you are changing your position. You are changing what you were doing. All of this connects to the idea of changing the way we think. And every time we connect with God, it can be through prayer, as we said, in worship. It can be in the ultimate connection which many of you have participated in, which was Holy Communion. If there are those who may not have had the opportunity to commune today, I still have reserved Holy Communion in the back, and you can come at the end of church, and I'll be happy to give you communion. So our connection with God, his message of repentance, is the message of changing the way we think, and it says that the people who sat in darkness saw a great light and those in the shadow of death. Why did God open the kingdom of his heaven here to us now? Because he doesn't want us to live in darkness. The fact that he came on this earth was to cast out the darkness and to, to, to rid us of the fear of the death, to rid us from the fear of the shadow of death, but to communicate to us, I have conquered death. I am life. I am the joy. I am the peace. 
if our lives are not connected with Christ, we cannot enjoy the things of his kingdom. Simple. The more we change the way we think to what Christ wants, the more we enjoy the joy and the peace and the happiness and the glory and the light. The more our lives walk away from his path, the more we experience the fear of the shadow of death and the darkness that it brings. Now, I'm going to take one more step forward. Who can remember after the resurrection in the gospel of Luke at the end, Christ, we heard it in the morning gospel. They run to the tomb. They don't find them there. They start telling everyone Jesus is not in his tomb. And then there are these two disciples that are walking to a far place called Emmaus, Emmaus. And it says there that in the context of this long walk, Christ did something. He opened their minds, it says in the gospel, that they may understand the scriptures. And what are the first words of the risen Lord? What is his message after being in the tomb three days, after his appearance as he's resurrected, the message of the risen Lord, my beloved friends, is he says to these disciples, go and preach to the ends of the earth. This is the risen Lord now speaking. We see him in his first public appearance. Now we're seeing him as the risen Lord. His first statement to his disciples, go and preach that repentance, metania, and remission of sins should be preached in his name unto all nations beginning with Jerusalem. The message of the risen Lord is change the way you're thinking if you want to change your life. Change the way you're thinking to be close to me. And remission of sins. All that our Lord did was not a big waste of time. All he did was to save us. So when we hear the people in darkness saw a great light and they were content to just sit in the darkness. Is that not the case in our world? The people in darkness saw a great light and they ran away from it. They chose to walk their lives in darkness instead of the light. The choice, my friends, is ours to make. Because no matter what we've done, or what we fail to do, Christ's message to us today, today, metanoite, just change your thinking, change your lives around, and know that everything by me is forgiven. Just come back to me. Don't stay in the dark. Don't stay in the shadow of death. I'm here to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. God bless.